Continuing the theme of quoting lyrics as introductions to the podcast, I thought this one would be good. Hello, hello, how are you? Hello, hello, it's good to see you. I say hello, I'm happy that you came. I say hello, please tell me, please tell me, please tell me your name. What was that? That was Mr. Tumble, something special. You like that? I did, I enjoyed that. <laughs> but I might have to leave the bit when I'm going, well, what, what, what was that? <laughs> yeah. Other people will be shouting okay. at, the, at their um, headphones there. Yeah. So, Steve, you know what it is. I know. It, it's, it's been a long time. Yeah. Well, not that long. Not that, but it feels I, like a long time. I quite miss it. Really? I used to like watching a lot of children's TV. It was good fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right. Good Good morning and good afternoon and good evening and good night. Uh, it is the This Our Johnny Domino podcast. And we're here again. Hello, Steve. Hello, Giles. Hello. And uh, we've got more songs to talk about and reminiscences to have yes how are you you all right you i'm doing? all right i'm okay i'm okay yeah. are you okay just about holding it together beautiful do you want to get straight on with it today let's get straight on, into it yes yeah. um continuing the intermittent theme of including songs recorded by other people following a plea that i made several episodes ago for people to send in their own home recordings that we can kind of dissect. I received an email from a man called Tom. Tom was the lead singer of Lard Pony, Tom Morton, and he does play live occasionally now in the guise of Vom Vorton. I think I first got in touch with him because... On Ducker Square, the message board about the Derby music scene, he put out a plea for his birthday. I think his 18th birthday, he had hired out a pub, the Vic Inn in Derby, the Victoria Inn, infamous Derby gig venue. Slash toilet. Slash toilet. And he'd hired it out and he needed someone to play the gig. And I was in a bit of a self-promotion sort of way. So I popped on and said, "Um, I don't know if you know, uh, Johnny Domino, but we'd be up for playing it. And we played at his gig. And we, then we became friends and we did a lot of gigs with Lard Pony, a uh, four-piece band, and they were just really nice people. And we always enjoyed playing with them. Yeah. So Tom got in touch. And following on from one of our very, very early recordings by the Dirty Shades called Hot Sex Mama, we received some songs that were a little bit too professional. Now, Tom has obviously taken it to heart, the things that we were kind of after, and he sent a very, very, very early recording that he made. I'm going to read you a little bit from his email to me. Yeah, tell us. Tell us about the song. What's it called? Okay. It is called You Can't Tell Me What To Do by Black Sand. And Tom wrote in his email, I'm sure you're very excited to hear the very first song I ever wrote. Now, that that makes me very excited to hear that kind of thing recorded on a ghetto blaster and performed by me 
two cousins and both of my sisters. It was heavily yeah. influenced by the theme from Australian TV show Pugwall. Oh, nice. Do you know what? That's really weird because I think the title, You Can't Tell Me What To Do, I was already thinking Pugwall. <laughs> well, uh, it does go on to say, I am delighted to report that it is less than a minute long. Oh, okay. I'll tell you my reaction to this song when I first heard it after we play it, okay? You ready? Yeah, go for it. I've never heard it before, so so hit me with it. This is Black Sand and You Can't Tell Me What To Do. I've, oh my god! The man. first time I heard that, I actually cheered out loud when the keyboard came in. Man, that that keyboard hits hard. <laughs> I mean, I was <sighs> when we listened to it just then. I was expecting it. I was expecting it to come in, and it yeah. still just made me so so happy. I, I, I mean, I'm not like over exaggerating. I think there's something really brilliant about that. I really like it. Yeah, me too. It's 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 just um, it's the, raw. Uh, the, it's, well, yeah, yeah. But like, it's got like really good bits in it. Yeah. I like the drums and the symbol. The symbol crashes at the end of the phrases yeah. are really nicely placed. I mean, it's not like that's really good. Yeah, like, I just I like I like that. And and the lyrics are the the well they're better than hot sex mama. Oh yeah, well you know what what couldn't be. So that's a good yardstick, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I wanted him to clear up what the lyrics were at the end. It says, I didn't know if it's you're not my mother, you're not my brother, you're just... Yeah, I didn't, what know, was I didn't know if it was. I didn't, I didn't know if it was you're just another or was it you're just a knobhead? Yeah. And um, he di- he responds with, uh, unfortunately, it's the more humdrum, you're just another. Oh. And then he says... I'm not sure why it turns into such a weird breakup song rather than sticking to the anti-authority themes of the pug war theme mm. that would seem to make more sense by being sung by a preteen. Mm. I have a full 90 minutes of black, black sand recordings. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I do the thing. I really like the name black sand, you know, as a, as a name for a band, which is made up of someone in the, and their cousins and sisters. Right. It's hardcore. That's it's hardcore, isn't it? Black yeah, yeah. sand, right? You can't tell me what to do. Sheesh. That, Steve, yeah. Yeah. that that is definitely gonna be included into the eternal halls of the four track God. 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 
I am so pleased that you agree with me because as soon as it arrives... Can you, sorry, can you just make sure you've added a portentous keyboard note underneath that as well? Steve? Oh, you Thanks. want a drone now? I want a drone as well as a delay, <laughs> if that's okay. <laughs> this is a, for the listeners, this is a picture of, of the process of recording this podcast is as we're recording it, my brother will say, oh, can you put a keyboard on it? Or can you put some delay on that? Or can you write a theme tune for something yeah, or yeah. record the noise of doing something? Yeah, yeah. And this is how it goes. Oh, it's division of labour. The eternal halls of the four-track God. Yeah, but I've, I'm very, very pleased that you enjoyed that song. I loved it. Can you remember we got a little bit obsessed with Pugwall? Yeah, I think you you probably more than me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I remember it was a pretty good program. Yeah, because when Johnny Domino were recording their first album, Rabbit Themes, which is also available to download from our Bandcamp page, we recorded a lot of extra stuff. I mean, it's a long album anyway, but there's a whole load of other stuff that we recorded at the time. And one of the things that I did was a version of a Johnny Domino song with some dialogue from Pugwall on it. Did you? Yeah. Shall I play it? Oh, yeah, I don't remember it. Yes. Uh, Tom did send another song. Do you want did to listen it? to that one? Or did, you... did he? He did. He is, said... it, is it, you know, uh, yeah, but yeah, I think we're, you... in da- we're in danger of... <sighs> Going on you, too long. After bar- no, 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 no. Never, <laughs> never in danger of that, Steve. Okay. No, I think we're in danger because the bar has been set so high by black sand, you mm. can't tell me what to do, that this is going to be... It can't help but be a disappointment. It can't, but maybe maybe we do need to have something that's going to go back under the bed. Yeah, I don't know. Don't okay, know well, for the sake of completeness, I'll, I'll give you the, his first email. He said, "I also attach an early Lard Pony song from my four track era when my songs were starting to be kind of okayish, but for some reason, my songwriting approach was to write batches of three or four songs at a time for a specific, different person." slash girl each time and tailored the lyrics to appeal specifically to them at the expense of them making absolutely any sense to anyone else. Okay, cool. This is Lard Pony and their song, I Know What You Did Last Tuesday. Oh. Promise would be hard. 
really enjoyed that yeah um i really like the uh, very very busy drum machine excellent yes incredibly busy drum machine there yeah uh and the i like the very very specific lyrics okay what does he say about this one he goes the michael evis stuff comes from the enemy including a mask of his face in the run-up to glastonbury that year which <laughs> which i used to scare my sister the rest of it is about my friend claire having some kind of drunken misadventure and only being able to share the details in the most convoluted way or something. Oh, right. I still quite like the guitar solo. Yeah, um, I thought he was talking about Michael Myers. No, no it's Michael Evis, because I asked him what's all, what was it all about Michael Evis. Yeah, okay. Um, and I, like, I really like the, there's, some very, uh, there's some good guitar histrionics there towards the absolutely. end. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, good, uh, yeah that, was, that was great. Oh, yeah. my God. They're two good ones. Two good ones, right. Yeah, I can't, I can't unfortunately... We can only admit one yeah. into the eternal hall of the uh, four-track gods, 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 gods. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which one? Which one should we admit? I really, really enjoyed the Lard Pony song, but Black Sand, my initial response was literally to punch the air when that keyboard solo came in. And I still get excited when the keyboard solo comes in. Yeah. So for me, it's Black Sand. Yeah. I think, Tom... Your your T-shirt is uh, is on its way to you. Beautiful. Thank you so Sun. much, Tom. Thank you so much for sending those songs in. They really, they hit the spot. They hit the spot. They hit the spot, and they woke us both up yeah, in a very pleasing way. They did. And uh, anyone out there listening who's got some music under the bed, well, dig it out and send it in and share it with with us and the rest of the internet. Okay, so now we have a face-off between two songs from the Jommy. (laughs) Okay. So now we have a face-off between two songs from the Johnny Domino back catalogue. And the first song is a song called Whack. Yeah, Whack. And this one 
It's 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 an unusual Johnny Domino song because mm. it includes some pretty heavy hitters. It's built around Britt Walford, mm. good drummer. Yeah, yeah, we've got him in. And and Josephine Wiggs. On bass, yeah. Ex-Perfect Disaster. Mm. And uh, and it was actually this set, the, the rhythm part was engineered by Steve Albini, I believe. And recorded in Edinburgh during the sessions for the Breeders' first album, Pod. So thank yeah. you once again to Steve, Britt Walford and Josephine Wiggs for being part of the Johnny Domino story. Yeah. And uh, and Kim Deal, because I imagine she probably wrote it. Right? I think she did, yeah. So I think she was in the room. She she was fulfilling the Albert role of yeah. that recording by yeah. being in the room. Yeah. We should also give thanks to Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice and also to Lou Reed and the rest of the Velvet Underground for their, for their gracious appearance on this song. We, I think we've kind of oversold it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Which bit is Andrew Lloyd Webber? I can't remember. Uh, you can do it on your head. So what's that from? It's from Herod's song from Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, right, okay. Okay. Right, should we listen out for that then? Let's go for it. Whack. You can do it on your head. You can do it on your head. My nostrils bleed Was not impressed with smoking weed Left pamphlets out for me to read She was so crazy She tried to change me Brainwashing devices A personal crisis You can do it on your head You can do it on your head In the bathroom, crying and puking Kissing in French, with no threat of sex She tied me up, then realised she didn't know what to do next She was so crazy, she tried to change me Brainwashing devices, personal crisis That's groovy. It is groovy. Yeah. It's quite a mean-spirited song. 
uh, about breaking up with someone. Yeah, I think you're playing. You're you're trying to be a bit of a rake. Yeah, possibly. Thinking about the time period it was recorded, I think I had just broken up with someone. But right. I don't think the song is completely autobiographical in every no. sense. But yeah, it's quite a mean spirited song. Uh, the, uh, the the line that I really like that's quite I think that's quite revealing is the of uh, the refrain. Uh, she was so crazy. She tried to change me. I think the subtext to those lines is I drove her crazy and I needed to change. <laughs> well, I, I, I think I, I kind of got that. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I like the brainwash. Uh, the, the, the line that I, I don't know. I, like, I really like the line brainwashing devices, a personal crisis. That's a, there, that's a good rhyming couplet there. There are some nice, clunky little rhymes which I think undercut. The mean spiritedness. Okay, well, good. I, I think, I, you know, because you've, we've talked about including this song before, and I think you've struggled with the idea of including it because it is so mean spirited, but I don't think it is autobiographical. And yeah. I do think you were trying on the suit of someone who's like, oh, God, I don't really care about you, and you were mental. True. I think also, also, I think I'm kind of like now, I, I think during the process of listening to this music, I think I'm becoming more like, it's not me really. It's mm. not me anymore. That was me. Uh, and it's just interesting hearing a version of myself and the sort yeah. of thoughts that I had. Mm. Um, and I don't feel too bad about it. But yeah, I think I did drive her crazy and I think I did need to change. I think you probably did. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. We've mentioned in the past that while we were recording these four track songs for monitoring, we used the old family stereo and we removed the belt from it so we could do some kind of cack handed scratching. So that is what the music is based off. So mm. we had When I Was a Painter by the Breeders. The end section of that basically formed the structure because yeah. we didn't cut it at all. It was when everything else stopped and we just had the bass playing. Yeah. And it's like literally 41 seconds long. Yeah. Uh, the, the, and it's from the bit where the guitar drops out yeah, till the end. Mm. And then we just loop it, don't we? And then it's got Herod's song from Jesus Christ Superstar, just the bit where he says, you could do it on your head. I really like the bit when it goes very slow. Mm. But it only does it once. I really like that bit. Then the go, 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 go man is Lou Reed, laughing Lou Reed uh, from the Velvet Underground on the album version of Sister Ray. And then yeah. the squeaky kind of whiny feedbacky sound is the the last note of I Heard Her Call My Name, also from White Light, White Heat by the Velvet Underground. So not only were we using samples, we didn't even change the record. We just put a different track on and then kind of scratched it backwards and forwards. And then you just added a bit of a... Cack-handed funk guitar. Funk guitar. Nile Rogers. Yeah, I'm sure he's quaking in his boots. Nile Rogers from Ilkeston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I I enjoyed listening to that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was, it was all right. I liked it more, I suppose. Mm. I just need to say at this point how much I love Kim Deal. That's fine. It, we can take it as red. She's so great, though, isn't she? She is great. She is still she is great. So great. Yeah, she is still so great. Yeah. The Pixies were the second ever band I saw live in 1989. Yeah. 
So that's the second gig you go and see is Pixies at Rock City. Yeah. Where do you go from there? Not don't know. Where'd you go from there? What's the point? I mean, I've 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 often repeated the story that of when I went to see the Pixies by accident mm. because Russell and myself really, really wanted to go and see that petrol emotion. <laughs> but for some reason we couldn't go and see that petrol emotion at Rock City. And the the night after that petrol emotion, uh, there was some other bands on. And uh, we went to see them instead. And it was, I kid you not, My Bloody Valentine supporting the Pixies. Yeah. I remember you being very, very hard of hearing in the immediate aftermath of that gig. It it blew my mind and every other aspect of my being, really. So there you go. Yeah, Kim Deal, uh, ultra vivid scene video. Oh, when she slaps, what's his name? What is that guy's name? Oh. We should have researched that. I want to, it's like Kurt something. Hang on. Kurt something on Snub TV, where she's kind of just like bopping away uh, to the song, uh, you know, smoking. <laughs> and she gives yeah. him a right good slap at the end. That hurts, though. Yeah. I was, you've, you've, shipped, you've sent me that video the other day, and I watched it for the first time in ages. And man, I felt it. Yes. And I don't think he looks amazingly happy about it, but then I do get the impression that. Kurt Ralsk of Ultra Vivid Scene was much for the lols. I think so. And that is, I think that's the best song in my opinion. Well, I always hate the the Mercy Seat. That was the one that was on Snub TV. Mm. Maybe on the first series. I just always hated that song. But then I did buy an Ultra Vivid Scene album because I was obsessed with 4AD Records. Yeah. And then I think I sold it or I might have even taken it back. This was in the days when you could go into a record shop and say, I bought this the other day, but I don't like it. Can I swap it for something else? Yeah. Ultra Vivid Scene. There you go. So that is Whack by Johnny Domino. Whack. Whack. The next song is another song from Johnny Domino alter ego band, Jimmy Dorito. Jimmy Dorito. Now, this is from the first session that we did. We mentioned it before that it was a wet bank holiday. We wrote down eight song titles and wrote and recorded them in four hours. Mm. So, this is track seven from the Jimmy Dorito yeah. session. Okay. And it is called Gilly Gone. Yeah, I don't know. Does that title need any explanation? I think it's a fictional Welsh, Welsh village. Yeah. People need to bear in mind when they're listening to this one. I think it's the only appearance of flute, the flute keyboard sound in the entire Joe Domino's catalogue, possibly. Yeah. So Maybe therefore, it's, it's worth including for that reason. Just the synthesised flute sound from the Casio CZ3000. Yeah. yeah. Must have been a preset. There you go. This yeah. is Gilly Gone by Jimmy Dorito. Pop, pop.
asking you to stop that there. Stop it, stop it. Okay, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) So I stopped it there because I just wanted to highlight the interpretive dance that was happening. Um, really in the background there you can hear if you listen steve if you listen to that bit you can you can hear the interpretive dance happening okay listen carefully to that bit just rewind that a little bit and you can hear you can hear the the movement during the, the flute solo yes during the flute solo there's there's some physical exertion going there's, on yeah you need to listen out for that it's part of the vibe okay you know? at a campfire yeah some more what though steve oh so we've got to put some more we've got to i think there's quite enough i like the uh live played live drum machine part get 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 on down down get on down off that drum machine yeah there's a lot of vocals on it i've forgotten that i did a oh yeah yeah that was good you sounded that's that's pretty deep it's pretty deep that was about as deep as i could get in those days her golden hair was Timothy. I asked her if she was going my way. Probably one of yeah. the best best lines I ever wrote there. Eight songs, four hours. That's all I'm going to say. It was <laughs> there was a huge <laughs> amount of thought gone into it. Yeah. The the other bit that, of the words that I, I really liked was the uh, uh, I, I I spot chanced upon a maiden. She chanced was going, upon a maiden. She which is a great line. She was going the other way. Her golden hair was Timothy. And then I asked her if she was going my way. I've already stated that she was going the other way. Four hours, mate. 
That's, you know, it's, you know, eight songs, four hours. Only one of them was an instrumental. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's about how long it takes to record something. Sometimes you you should, get, maybe you I could mean, have spent more time on those lyrics. You think? I think it would ruin it. If I spent more time on trying to create a uh, uh, a Led Zeppelin three pastiche, yeah, um, it would have it would have lost something probably, possibly. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It was. Yeah. Uh, I quite I quite enjoyed listening to that one. Yeah, it was a good one, didn't it? Yeah. Um, I think both of the songs uh, that we've picked today, they're both about the transient nature of human romantic relationships. Of course, you, they would are. You, yes. Would you agree? I, I I think we're possibly overthinking it. I think. Well, no, I think I know. I, I I absolutely we are overthinking it. But then that's the that the is nature. the nature of this podcast. This our Johnny Domino that we're yeah. listening to at the moment. It's true, right? Okay. So yeah, I think it I'll is about the that. transient nature of human relationships. Yeah. And that got me thinking. Uh huh. This isn't a new section. This is just me thinking. Okay. One of my favourite songs about the transient nature of human relationships is human nature by Michael Jackson, which I listened to the other day. That is a great song. It's side two of thriller, isn't it? Yeah. It's getting near the, is it the last track? No, it's not quite the last track. Have you heard it for a while? Funnily enough, I haven't listened to any Michael Jackson for a number of years. No. Really? Why not? There's a massive elephant in the room. I know, but... I know, but... You you can't can't, can't use a I know, but about How can you... I know, but... Yeah. But, But the Thriller album's great. Well... I remember buying it at the time. And he didn't actually write the song, Human Nature. Let's let's make that clear, right? He didn't actually write the song. And okay. I'm talking about the song. Okay. Right, which I think is a great song about the transient nature of human relationships. Okay. His interpretation of it is very good, even though, he, you know, there's lots of issues with Michael Jackson, obviously. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not unaware of that, Steve. Yeah, I know you're not. But, I just don't uh, think it's out of bounds to discuss it. No, no, it's fine, it's fine. It was, let's have a look. Who wrote it? Produced by Quincy Jones, performed by members of Toto. Uh, yeah. It was originally written by keyboardist Steve Picaro. Yeah. Based on a conversation he had with his young daughter, Heather, after a boy hit her at school. Jesus. Mm. Ugh, Picaro said he probably likes you. Jesus. Yeah. And this is how we normalise uh, abusive relationships, right? Okay, so I'm, song, ki- the, the, I'm killing this song for you right no, now. But the song is—it's very dated in its attitudes, definitely. I mean, it's—it's it's basically the 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 singer song. You know, the the uh, the voice within the song the protagonist. Is, is the protagonist in the first verses. It's somebody who is sat in his room. Four walls won't hold me tonight. He, he needs to get out into the city. And then in the next verse, he's reaching out to touch a stranger. Right. Uh, she knows I'm watching. She likes the way I stare. For God's sake. 
Yeah. And Why are you doing this to me? Why are you making me know these lyrics? And then, the girl, I know, but is it, and then the, but the chorus is the bit that I always used to quite like the song and sing along to it. But it, the chorus is really interesting because it's like they say why, why, tell them that it's human nature. So it's like it's, people are asking why is he acting like this? Why, why is he out there kind of being predatory in the city, Jesus, touching women? Why, why, tell them that it's human nature? I can't. And help then the myself. next line is why, why does he do me that way? Jeez, it's oh, I can't help it. It's just the way I am. <laughs> Looking out across the morning where the city's heart begins to beat, reaching out, I touch her shoulder. I'm dreaming of the street. You know when he touches her shoulder? Is she still alive? Oh, Steve. Look, I've got to kill this song for you because it, right. it's bloody awful. Anyway. And I it reminds it's... me of one of my, well, I'm not going to say it's my favourite video, but it's a video that I saw. Oh, God, what's it called? Man, it's gone. It's like a mid-90s New Jack Swing type song. And the video is there's a sexy lady walking down the street Mm. and the four or five members of the band, whatever it is, I will remember it and I will insert what it is and we'll include it in the show notes. Yeah, because at the moment I'm not knowing what it is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but they're they're on top of this, this building and they look down the street and they see this sexy lady walking down the street and then they surround her and sing the song at her mm. as she's trying to go about her business. Mm. It's yeah. appalling. Is that, is that, is that contemporaneous to the Michael Jackson human nature? No, it's about probably about 10 years later, 10, 20 years later, so, but it's, yeah. uh, oh, Jesus. Hi there. The song that I was audibly groping for was by All For One and it was called The video is still appalling. But anyway, we've got to choose between the, the two Johnny Domino songs. Yeah. Which one out of the two, Whack and Gilly Gone, are we going to re- include in the best of compilation tape? Right. I think Gilly Gone, I like the fact that, again, you're indulging the hippie. Uh, I <laughs> like the fact that I can hear myself dancing in the background. Mm. And it's kind of got that thrown together thing that I like, which, you know, Tom's song, Black Sand, yeah, I think had that that kind of thrown together aspect, which I really, yeah. I really like in a lot of music. Yeah. And we're both, we're trying to make each other laugh. Yeah. And I think the black sand recording is like you say, it's Tom and members of his family just having a just laugh. Throwing it down. Right. Throwing stuff down. But then I think, I don't think let's, let's not kid ourselves. I don't think whack is that much more carefully put together, to be honest. No, <laughs> it's slightly more possibly. And yeah, even though I think the lyrics make me cringe a bit, I think it's mm. a, a song that is worthy of inclusion in the in the tape. What do you think, Steve? I think it's whack as well. Um, I'm not saying it's whack it's in whack. the street sense. It's whack, it's whack dude. Um, no, I, I think 
Whack would be the song that I would include on the tape. I appreciate what you're saying about the lyrics, but it's weird. We've got we've got a couple of songs that are like lyrically a bit iffy. Well, that's well, that's why I brought up the Michael Jackson one. You see, yeah, <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. I th- I think it's whack. I don't think it was ever going to be Gilly Gone, but I did enjoy listening to yeah. it. There you go. That's our choice. Whack goes on the tape. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Hold on a minute. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hang on. I've just got another little bit to add to the end. Okay. Right. Hold on there a second. Go, go, go. Hold hard. Hold hard. Hold on. It is another section, but really, I just wanted to bring something to your attention, really, Steve. Okay. Something that I've I've become slightly obsessed with over the last few days. Um, One of my heroes is Ian Mackay. Of Fugazi. Of Fugazi. And minor threat fame, yeah. Yeah. One one of my heroes, really. And I I found on the YouTube a recent interview with Ian Mackay. And what sets this one apart from all the other interviews with Ian Mackay uh, that I've watched on on the YouTube is that this one is – well, Ian is is really goes for it on this one, and he says some really interesting stuff. But the other thing that's interesting about it – is the person that's interviewing him is like 11 years old, I think, right? Amazing. His name is Logan Kelly, and he's this kid with glasses uh, from Ireland. And he's, he does a full-on 52-minute interview with Ian Mackay. <laughs> and he, does it, oh, yeah. he actually does a really good job, right? I mean, you know, you could tell that Logan of, uh, of Logan sounds off. Uh, Logan is a little bit overwhelmed by the situation, definitely. And I'm not hundred percent sure he's listening to all of Ian's answers, but he's just kind of, he's just kind of got some questions on a piece of paper. Uh, but yeah, I would recommend that you watch that. It's 52 minutes. If you wanted to just get to the key bit, there's a section about 20, 22, 23 minutes in, where he talks about his philosophy of not thinking too far ahead and and uh-huh. not seeing himself in, in five years' time, not having a long-term plan, but just thinking about successes on a daily basis. You know, he's saying to this kid, you, right. know, if, you know, you pick up that guitar and you learn how to play some chords, that's a, that is a great success, right? You know, if mm. you then get together with a few people and, you know, bang out a few songs, that's an incredible success, right? If you then yeah. like get it together and then play a show, that's phenomenal, mm. right? And I really like what he's saying there because it's, it's, it's like, you know, you, yeah. you don't have to be aiming high, you know, you just need to be thinking about what the next step is the whole time. And it's not about yeah. like kind of like, you know, I, in five years' time I'm going to be this or I'm going to be that. It's about doing it in the moment and it's got that kind yeah. of, and in this interview, he really kind of gets across that punk philosophy that I really, really loved actually. I really loved it. It's a great interview. Yeah. It sounds very similar to the Jeff Tweedy book, how to write yeah, one song. That's a good one. Because the whole thing is if, you know, if you write one song, you do something creative, then maybe the next day you'll write another song. And it's not about, I'm going to sit and I'm going to write loads of songs. I'm going to write, a thing and be creative and the whole 
purpose of doing it yeah. is the doing it. Yeah, exactly. You've just got to take that yeah. one step and yeah. just do that step and then it will lead to the next step. And maybe if you, dear listener, take that next step, you could maybe send us a song that you've recorded. <laughs> do, it. do it. Do it. And you, you too, <laughs> could appear on the This Our Johnny Domino Please podcast. Do. Think about that. Well, uh, I think that's it. I think we're at the end of the podcast. Thank you so much again for listening to the podcast. If you enjoy what we're doing and you are listening on a platform that accepts reviews, please rate and review and subscribe and follow and tell your friends, tell your enemies. Yeah, tell people that you really don't like. Yeah, you need to listen to this podcast. Because it might Dude. make them, might might change them. It might have a transformative effect. <laughs> <laughs>